All right, Aaron, as a as a New York Mets fan, we're having some injury problems now, aren't we? DeGrom, McGill, Scherzer, and I don't know if you saw this, but we have a little bit of a disgruntled backup first baseman, backup outfielder, backup DH, pinch hitter, and Dominic Smith. Now, okay. we're low in pitching. We are kind of an extra player. So usually when you have a you know, surplus of one thing and a uh, uh, depression of something else, for lack of a better word, you usually make some sort of trade with the team. So okay. I've been looking it over, stuff like that, trying to find a contract that the Mets could take on, a, a pitching contract the Mets could take on for a team that really doesn't have a shot at the playoffs. Okay. And I settled, you know, I'm looking for a little bit of an older guy, you Isn't know, Eddie? a pretty big contract. And I came up with the trade, and let me know what you think. Dominic okay. Smith to the Arizona Diamondbacks for a guy named Madison Bumgarner. No. No? Why not? For for which side? I, I look, I, I've seen the reports of Dom Smith. Obviously, you want to be a starter, right? You want to play every right. day. So yes. I understand why he's 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 frustrated, especially because he was yes. supposed to be the guy before Pete came in and Pete Correct. came in and took his job by storm. So I understand. Yes. Um, I know I want him to succeed, but also when he does play DH, he doesn't play well. So it's not like he's not playing at all. He's played probably half the games and he has not succeeded much. Now Madison Bumgarner is, is not, he's a sigh old. He's someone who is on the cusp of, of done. But, he's having a good, a good like season so far. Yes. But he's, 229, playing, you're right. he's playing for the Diamondbacks. Anyone could have yes. a good season for the Diamondbacks at this moment. Can he do that legit? Because his numbers last year for the terrible Diamondbacks were not good. But they're his good number, now. His, they're, no, they're, and, and, and that's what happens. You sell, you sell, and you get someone who has a stupid contract who's going to – he's not going to produce the same well, in New York. His, he's not. His contract – his contract isn't terrible. I looked it over. It's about three years, maybe 35 mil that he has left. Uh, Dominic Smith, after the season, enters arbitration. He's yeah. going to want a long-term deal that the Mets will not give him. Yes. So, at best, we have the rest of this year with Dominic Smith. Like, let's just you know, be honest. Yes. As much as we both like him, as my fans like him, we're not going to give him the contract that he wants or the spot on the team that he wants. He is trade bait. He, he is trade bait. The only thing that I really have a big, big issue, like Madison Bumgarner is not the star he once was. My big oh, issue yes, of course. is that we are the oldest team in MLB. Max, well, Scherzer, who, Max Scherzer, who arguably won the, the best pitchers maybe ever, just went out with an oblique injury, which we'll talk about later. Yes. Yes. He's 38. What makes you think getting someone else who's also like 38? Well, he's not. He's only 33. Massim Bumgarner is not that young, is he? Uh, Google it. Google it. He is. Yes, he's younger All than right. I, 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 I trust you because you were doing the research on this. So I, I did the research. I, 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 I he's 32. Don't... He's 32. His birthday yeah. is in August. His prime is way older. Yes, he's, he's throwing older than he is, but he is only 32. I, I, I'm not a fan. I, I like what Demetrius said about Cincinnati. Cincinnati has, has trade pieces that are younger and have more electric stuff, but, and but they have better be upside to and potential. 
we're not going to be able to trade for younger and more potential. That's not? Not how the, that's not the Mets. That's not where the Mets are right now. We have Scherzer. Those are, we have, right, but you're thinking the, about the we're old need an older established guy. But you're thinking about the old Mets. Yeah, but you're thinking about per, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about Dominic's actual Cohen. value. You're thinking about R.A. Dickey and 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 those like years when we had old guys we would flip for for whatever. It's not like that anymore. That Cano deal was the last of a dying breed of Brody Van Wagen. That's not happening anymore. Steve wants to win now. And if you and, and if Ungar is pitching well for right now, maybe. I, I don't know. I feel like we need to we need to sit tight. No one should be getting traded at the moment. Because who knows? Pete Alonso will go out with an injury tomorrow, and Dominic Smith is, has an everyday job. Because he sure. plays first base and he plays That's a better sure. defensive first base than Pete. And people act like we have no more pitching left. We still have Chris Bassett, Taiwan Walker. And Carlos Carrasco, that's a that's a good three man group right there. And all you really need is the fourth and fifth guy to kind of just get them five or six innings. That's really uh, all you I need. Think, and I think our offense is 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 been has been elite. So it just has to be. You have to understand the whole picture. If 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 we start flailing because we lost Scherzer, then we could talk about it. But we have to wait think, a little bit. Honestly, I think every well, I'm not a Mets fan, but. Um, I think Mets fans are panicking because the month of June schedule is so heavy for them. They're playing pretty much really good baseball teams who can score. And I think the Marlins won series. So I think they have the Astros. I think they played Dodgers. Uh, I think they played the Padres. I think they played the Giants. So like they they're only up what six games in the NL East? They're uh, gonna they're, have to they're up seven now, I think, but yeah. Yeah, they're gonna they're, I think they play the Nationals and the Phillies. Like they're gonna have to find a way to at least be five hundred in that month in order for them to stay where they are. Cause then they get churches back after June, hopefully. Um the Grom is still up in the air. We don't know, right? The timeline. Um, him. It's probably gonna be July. It'll probably be probably July be for also break. It'll probably be July for maybe for both of them. Listen, if you guys yeah. are in the first place and it's like June 30th, you guys are solid because you guys get both you'll you'll get shirts to end the Grom back, but you can't drop. But 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 we're panicking. For for no honestly for no reason at the moment, um, we're panicking when Chris Bassett's an all star, Tywin Walker's an all star, Carlos Carrasco's an all star. These are these are proven pitchers in the league. That's a honestly those three pitchers are in your top three of your rotation in most of the league, to be honest. Um, and Carlos Carrasco and Walker were our fourth and fifth guys, which is kind of crazy. So you think about that, they're they're now going to be the main three. It's a little bit more pressure, but you gotta you gotta step up. It's the next mm-hmm. man up, and I feel like Buck Showalter has the team like geared up where it's next man up. You have to be prepared. Injuries happen no matter what. Um, and Bumgarner, Bumgarner's been he's an injury guy too. His his three years in Arizona have not been the most pleasant for him. Um, he is definitely on the downward. And if you look at the numbers, oh, yes, yes, he's good for right now. He had a good April. He's having a decent May. 
you, that's not gonna i don't know if that's gonna translate yeah. over yeah I, I i agree with you i don't think it's time to hit the red alert button like i think everybody's panicking and like, tyler migo might come back soon uh dave peterson's pitched well this season it's not like we have nobody you just need that fourth and fifth guy to get you five or six innings and the offense just needs to keep doing what they're doing and stay healthy do, obviously do you want to hear my plan b then yeah <laughs> we bring in julio Turan from the Staten Island Ferry Hawks, former Braves. What, what, uh, what level doing great. is that? What level is that's, that? Uh, that's, a, that's an independent league. They definitely not. They definitely do not have a level. They are independent. But he's throwing. He's, uh, he's a 130 ERA right now. It's a, right, it's, it's a little alarming how he has no job in the MLB when he was a pretty solid pitcher most of his career. Well, he's only 31. And he's doing very well. So someone's going to pick him up. He's already in New York. He's got to take a ferry over. We'll bring him on. Give him a tryout. Mm-hmm. And let's get started. Welcome to What's the Call podcast. <laughs> we are your hosts. I'm Aaron. I'm Chuck, the producer. <laughs> producer Chuck. And last but not least, <laughs> the closer. You forgot his name. I forgot my own name. <laughs> Dimitri. What's up, everybody? Yeah, I'm still I'm still on this Mets this Mets uh debacle that's hap- currently happening. <laughs> hey, we won today. We won today. It was it was a honestly it was a great walk-off win. Um that's why I'm not panicked yet. Last night we scored eleven runs. Today we score seven runs. I mean, yeah. it's not like we we can't do it, man. I the offense is there. We have three three hundred hitters right now: Nimmo, Canna, and McNeil. Alonso leads the whole league in RBIs, so he's driving them in. And once Lindor really starts to get going, which he's starting to heat up a little bit again, I think it'll be fine. And the bullpen's looking all right. Diaz looked okay today. Besides the error that they gave up, he blew the save. But if it wasn't for that, they would have he would have got out of it. I'm not panicking. I know one guy who's definitely not panicking. Uh, New York Yankees are looking really good, man. Aaron Judge might be one of the, the, the smartest finessers. He, he could go down. Like depending on how this season ends for him, he could be one of the smartest finessers yeah. of all time. Yeah. He, he he might get more than what he is at the end of the season. Yo, he you might know what get. I'm so I'm so afraid though. I'm gonna tell you why I'm afraid. Because he he has the history of injuries, man. He does. He does. He he could just be turning it up right now because he he understands like he turned down what he turned down, and he could be trying to like add an you know. Stack that number up, maybe another hundred million right there, and I'm I'm afraid that like it's gonna be one of those deals where like he's just hurt. It's gonna look like Stanton early in that deal. Mm-hmm. Fans looking good too though, so I don't know. He's man. looking really good. Honestly, looking... if, if if Joey Gallo gets it together, it's un, it's unstoppable. I think it's that's the most unstoppable. So Stan is offense. we've been waiting for the Stanton for three years now, two or three years, and I mean I knew it was gonna come. Like, I didn't want him off the team. I didn't want him traded. A lot of people did. Most Yankee fans did. He's got the – he had the – I feel like he had the Roger Maris effect (laughs) where 
everybody like loved loved uh judge and stanton could do pretty much the same thing and if not better and you know he messes up a little bit and they wanted him traded because they hate him but now i bet you they love him so those yankee fans i can't stand <laughs> stan had really good numbers last year though he had really good numbers He's definitely capable of doing of doing what he's doing now. I mean, obviously that's why they gave him the big money and he was in Miami. It's it's I think that's what it is. It's it's the amount of money that he has and like they, they don't feel like he's worth because of the missed time that he has. I just remember when he was in Miami, he was in like sports center highlights like every day. Well, he had that like almost 60 home run season. It, mm-hmm. He was he was chasing you know, a crazy number. That's that's a feat that hasn't really been touched since McGuire Sosa. So he was really on a trajectory. Uh, so the Yankees wanted that, and they didn't get that. Yeah. So I, I think that's where the the hate comes. But I mean, look, Mets Yankees. I know we recorded last week. They were the two best teams in the in, in baseball, and they still are. They so. still are, and I, and I, I honestly think we're gonna. It's gonna keep being neck and neck. It's it's tough. Listen, it's tough to win these series. It's tough listen, to win these games. Uh, Yankees are not unstoppable at the moment, man. Listen, I think you guys have nothing to worry about. It happens as long as you could get a, a decent Degrom back and a healthy Serger back in the last three months. You guys should be fine. You guys should be fine. Or think about it. Our playoff rotation could be Scherzer. DeGrom, Bumgarner. That's <laughs> Hall of Fame right there. That's a Hall of Fame playoff rotation. Bumgarner's not a Hall of Famer. I'm sorry. All right, but if he has that's a good like, second half of like, his career. That's not, I don't know, that's like maybe top 10. Honestly. Not top five, though. Honestly. Playoff I mean, rotation? Honestly, I, I, I don't even think DeGrom's a Hall of Famer. Whoa, that's a hot take, man. No. <laughs> We have, talk, we, have, we have talked about the MLB Hall of Fame enough. That's a good segment. To know that I feel like it's possible that the amount of time he's missed the last two years has definitely halted okay. any conversations of him being in the Hall of Fame. I, I will agree. If for whatever is if he comes back and he's just he never hits close to where he was before. If like that's it, if we've seen all the best of the Grom and it's done, he comes back and at best he's mediocre. Yeah, I think you got a point. He may not make the Hall of Fame. But if he comes back and he's even like all-star or borderline all-star level for the rest of his career, then I think he would. Cause because you know, I, I hate to do this to him, but Tim Lincecum comes to mind, mm-hmm. right? Tim yeah. Lincecum had, right. right. had major league baseball on lock. Him and Clayton Kershaw, no one was touching their curveballs. That's just that's just how it was. Well, let's let's come. I think has two Cy Youngs as well. Degrom has back two. Back to back, I think, right? Uh, I don't know if it was back to back. I think it was within like a maybe a three four year span. Um, okay. but Degrom was gonna have one last year. If he didn't get hurt, he had a one ERA until he got hurt yeah. and like twelve stars or something like that. He would have got another one last year. So I think, you know, if they were looking at the, a small sample size for what he's done in like an eight year span. Not many pitchers have done that in an eight-year span. He was the he was the fastest pitcher to get to fifteen hundred strikeouts ever. He has two Cy Youngs. He lacks the wins because the Mets didn't give him lots of wins. If you really think about the Hall of Fame, it's going to be tough, man. 
But if he comes back and has a side and, and continues to pitch the way that he is, that he that he always has, then I'm sure he'll make it. But it's it's, it's a tough conversation, man. It's a tough conversation I don't want to have because I think he is. But Keith Hernandez isn't in the fucking Hall of Fame. So what, what do I know? He's one of the best first basemen ever. So it doesn't make any sense. Like a ten-time, like a ten-time Gold Glove and like eight-time All-Star and zero-time vaccinated and an MVP, and he has two rings, but he didn't make it didn't make any sense. What other criteria do you need? No, he's got all the. I think he needs to be vaccinated to be in the Hall of Fame. And we're not bringing vaccinations in here. (laughs) No many play. No many favorite favorite players we have that aren't vaccinated. How many guys can play in Toronto right now? (laughs) Hundred percent. Wait, I, mean, I don't know if the Mets are going to Toronto at all this season, but we will really find out who's vaccinated and who's not. It's going to be Nimmo, Shout out Nimmo. Nimmo, McNeil, Alonzo. None of those guys probably vaccinated. We're definitely going to get swept that series if that's the case. Look, that doesn't matter. But um, the Bumgarner thing, it could happen. I just don't think that's that's in Cohen's cards. I really don't think so. so. What what I was what I was looking at, so I did find a website that uh like baseball trade simulator. Like I don't know how legit it is, but toward the end of work, I was a little bit bored, so I did it, <laughs> and uh, I, I was able to find a match for a trade. It was um, uh, Don Smith and Tyler McGill Damn. for for Bumgarner and uh, the Dimebacks uh, catcher, Fast Show. Okay, he's he's solid. That's a dumb trade, solid. though. You know why it's a dumb trade? We Francisco Alvarez is a year away. Okay, yes, I'll give you that. Yes, he's it, a year. Yes. He's a there year is away. Potential. Yes, he is a year that, away. I'm with you on that one. And and McCann's not bad. Nito's not bad. They look most catchers in the league. It's like it's like a four catcher league. Trash. It's a four catcher league. It's yeah. it's JT Will Smith. Uh, Yasmani Grandal and Salvador Perez, and that's it. After that, it's a huge fall off for catchers. Yeah. So, so yeah, so like tight ends. So I don't need, I don't need that. I, I, I don't know who I would want in, in replacement, but I don't want to trade Dom Smith. I know he he continues to talk like he doesn't want to be there, but bro, if he could produce it every time he plays, guess who'll be the everyday DH? Him. But he doesn't do that. He doesn't understand the bigger picture. Who is it everyday DH? It's no Which one is... right now. They rotate every day. But if he was always – like, he went for, like, an 0 for 25 streak, like, for two weeks. If he would just produce every time he played, guess who, who would it be? Buck would have no choice but un, but mm-hmm. to play him every day. But he's he's not seeing the big picture. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if you saw in that trade simulator of, of any trades to Boston – I, I know Boston. I, I thought about that pieces. too. That Nathan Valdi would be uh, an option because Boston yeah, also wants Boston. a first baseman, and they need a first base. They need a first base. Yeah, they, they they want one. So I thought about that too. Avaldi's uh, good, but I feel like my he, pick would be Avaldi. Avaldi, he's I like him, but he's only good in certain scenarios. He's a like scenario pitcher to me. He's a. Uh, I think we'll just with him, he's just Syndergaard like 2.0. Like mm. Syndergaard is so wishy-washy. Like when he's on, he's mm. on. Like he's one of the best pitchers. Evaldi, when he's on, throwing 98, just striking dudes yeah. out, he's on. That's not all the time. But that's yeah. most of the league. It really is. Like 
the the handful of aces are very limited. Like he's the ace for the Red Sox. He's not an ace. He's yeah. a third or third or fourth guy in your rotation. Oh. And if he comes to the Mets, guess where he'll be? Third or fourth guy in the rotation. Mm. Um, but then that would also the Red Sox need to start selling fast because. They're, yeah, but then what do you do? Like you trade Dom Smith for Baldy, and then probably search it. It had to be a pitcher. But then like the Grom comes back, and it sure it comes back, and now you got six in the rotation. Oh no, you move somebody to the bullpen. So move. Uh, I would put Walker in the bull in the bullpen. Yeah, oh, that's, that's crazy. What I would do. He's got nasty stuff, but like I could see him just like be dominant for like an inning or two at a time. Um, I honestly wouldn't be upset with that, but they're honestly, yeah, but you wouldn't be upset with that then. Oh, he he... probably would, yeah, he probably would be. Wait till the wait till the trade deadline, the Red Sox are going to sell for sure. That thing, I I, I truly believe they realize that their window has closed after last year because JD Martinez is on the way out, they have to pay Xander Bogarts. I don't know if they want to, they already moved from Buki because they didn't, they he didn't want to be there. Um, you know, I Devers is someone you could build around who is still young. I think they're going to be a selling team, especially with the Blue Jays being good, the Yankees being good, and the Rays are still somewhat in the mix. I believe the Red Sox are going to do a full reset. So mm. I wouldn't bad. be I, I wouldn't be surprised. They just start shipping out everybody and make a Triple A team of of the Red Sox soon. That's going to be good too, because <laughs> you know, like they'll be like the. Uh... Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays 2.0. Like nobody knows their name, but then they'll they'll just uh make it somehow. I mean, honestly, it's crazy how they've had a couple of rebuilds and it's mm-hmm. worked out. The Red mm-hmm. Sox had a re- the Red Sox were the worst team in baseball, I think, in 2012, and in 2013 they won the World Series. What kind of crazy shit is that that they did? Yeah. Complete 180. I think we could see something like that, but. Um, but baseball, like I know, speaking, we just start off with baseball. It's, it speaking out. of uh, Canada, the battle for Alberta in the NHL Yo, playoffs. Wait, all right. So we're going, we're going <laughs> wow. NHL now. Wow, what yeah. a transition! I'm sorry. Oh, that I'll... that game last night, nine to six. <laughs> I think it's a, the highest scoring um, NHL playoff game it in was. like thirty years. Crazy! The battle of Alberta is off to a great start. So for and those uh, listening, if... for for those listening, it's Calgary Flames and the Edmonton Oilers, and mm-hmm. both teams are hot and and ready to go. So I didn't I I I didn't know this, um, but I heard that the two cities are very close to each other. Yeah, um, I think less than three hours or something. Yeah, and they can't stand each other. Yes, which makes it even better. Just oh yeah. Um, cause they had like something in the nineties, uh, uh, like a feud in the nineties. Uh, but I didn't know that they hated each other like that. So makes it even better. Makes it even like, it's like Yankees, Red Sox or like Patriots and everybody in the United States. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, it's, it's good. Hockey's Rangers lost a heartbreaker. I almost, oh, I almost yeah. cried. I almost cried. Yeah. Two. It was like two thirty, right? Two thirty left in the game when they gave up that yeah, last goal in the about, third period. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was crazy. 
They were playing so good, but they were getting dominated in third. They were getting dominated. They were, yeah. It, it was really only a matter of time before they were going to give up that goal. I mean, you're up 3 1. I uh, sorry, you're up one nothing. My bad. You're up one nothing. Like that's just not a strong lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, yeah, they were just getting beaten the third. It was honestly just a matter yeah. of time, and then uh, they hit the crossbar <sighs> once. They hit the the post. Yeah, they're getting real yeah. close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. nothing. Honestly, h- hockey playoff hockey is really fucking good. Really good. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Should we uh, talk about that Rangers game prior to that, though, to even get to that point? Because we, since our last episode, you know, a lot has transpired. We didn't even know the Rangers were actually going to be able to do that. And they came back from the three to one. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if they, if that's ever been done, too, in NHL. It's happened before. Yeah. Game seven, come back three and one. I believe so. I mean, obviously not very often, but uh, I remember one series a few years ago, I think it was Boston, uh, they were down 3 nothing in the series, and then going into the third period of game four, they were down 3 nothing, and they came back in that game, won that game, and then won the rest of the series. So, so what are your chance? What do you think the chances are for Rangers to actually beat Carolina? Like, do you actually like? Do you think that the Cinderella story was? I know, I know, you guys are Rangers fans, so it's tough to really just be unbiased. But what do you think? Uh, I would still say 50-50 that they're gonna make it. Uh, they're they're real. I think honestly, I think they were the better team. Uh, game one. So I I I still think that they will. I think I think it's fifty fifty that they can take this series. But um, yeah, uh, game one was a heartbreaker, so we'll have to just see what uh what happens. Yeah. And then, and then Dimitri's other other team, my other team, Tampa Bay, looking good Let's so far. Go. Up to up two nil. Yeah, you know, championship DNA right there. Championship DNA. <laughs> <laughs> What's it? It's gonna be there at their third trip. What's back to back? If they they went it, back to back. They won last year. I know that they won last year. They won the, the year, year before. before. I don't know. That was the that was the COVID. Well, well, year, right? Wait, I'm, I apologize. I was I was doing the trade with, with Boston. Um, would you just <laughs> say uh, <laughs> uh, the Lightning went back to back? Yes, Lightning have won back to back. So uh, so we'll, we'll play a hockey right now. So we got um, uh, Tampa Bay is going against. Uh, Florida Panthers. Tampa Bay is now, as of tonight, up two nothing in the series. Even though the Florida Panthers are the favorite team, Tampa Bay is trying to make it three in a row, which whew, I feel like hasn't happened since like nineteen eighties, like the early eighties with the Islanders. Um, I think the only other teams who have done that is Edmonton and maybe uh, Montreal, like a long ass time ago. Uh, the other series is Colorado and St. Louis. Colorado's up one nothing. Uh, Colorado is probably the favorites in this one. St. Louis is a decent team, but Colorado um, would definitely be the favorites. And uh, we mentioned Rangers, uh, Hurricanes, and then Edmonton and the Flames is, I don't know, man. That's a tough, that's going to be a tough series. That's going to be a fun one to watch for hockey fans. I would give Edmonton the slight edge, but honestly, I can see this going seven. Ooh, that was a quick score, too. The Blues just scored real quick. Oh, they did. oh, just as I mentioned it. Very smooth, too. Like, <laughs> oh, wait, no. Is that like a after the whistle? 
I don't know. Oh no, he scored. My volume is off. I didn't know because no, I'm assuming they're in Colorado because no one was really celebrating. And then like the score didn't. Yeah, change. they're in Colorado. Yeah, they are. Let's see. Yeah, that was smooth. Yeah, real easy too. Very nonchalant. Bam. Um. So I know we. Is it too early now to start giving like a prediction of who we think are going to at least make it to the cup? Because we've now gone, we've now gone past the first round. So now we have a little bit more of a basis yeah. of who's actually like in the running. Mm-hmm. I, so I know, I know we didn't talk about that last week. My prediction right now would probably Colorado and um, I'll go Carolina. Mm. If if it helps, Wayne Gretzky's prediction. So Wayne Gretzky did his bracket. He mm. went eight for eight in round one. So he has a perfect oh. bracket so far. Oh. And he's well, saying he it's, he's saying it's uh, Carolina and St. Louis will be in the cup with Carolina winning. I mean, who am I to go against the great one? I mean, who? Uh, no, you got to take the I mean, great that, one. To, I mean, you got to be the great one to beat, be the great one. To be the best one. To beat the best, to be the best, you have to beat the best. Yeah, mm. so I'm gonna go with the three P Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, oh. hockey yeah. fans will not like that. They don't want to see a three peat. Well, they're gonna see one. Um, <laughs> well, they're gonna see. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna so like, ranges, but um, yeah, oh, and me too. If I had to put money down. Let's do it. I'm going. I'm going flame. I'm going flames or rangers. Let's, let's get crazy. Right. Let's get crazy. Let's get crazy. I. I, I think let's get crazy. <laughs> I want you. I want you guys to know. So I was at work today, and one of my coworkers was talking about like the Rangers game yesterday, and she was saying she was like, I remember like in '94, my grandfather was like, you know, going crazy for it and stuff. She, she said. She was like, did, did, like, were you watching any of that at that time? And I was like, I was born in 94. And then she was like, wait, what? Jeez. And then two other people who were born in 97 were like, yeah, we weren't even thought of yet. And she was like, I'm literally going to leave right now. Uh, she, was oh, like, I was, she was like, I was 12 at that time. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> so uh, Was I'm this a, Demetrius' sister-in-law? It was no. not. It was not. No, uh, she's not that old. But uh, uh but, Ra- but, but, but Rangers, uh, I think it'd be fun, it'd be fun for the city. That's uh, it's been oh, long. I would love to see them make it. It's been long enough. I mean, they yeah. made it. Not I that mean, long we need ago. we need something. We need something. Uh, we have NYC FC. They just want to title, and we need to go to the game. I looked it up. I'll send you guys the info. We should just take those tickets. Oh, earlier today. They went to, uh, I don't know, I guess the state capital or something. I don't know. But earlier today, NYCFC celebrated their championship with New York Senators Chuck Schumer and uh, Bill O'Brien. So, much, you know, it was o- almost the White House. <laughs> How much of the of the season do you think uh, Chuck Schumer watched? Of, uh... I, I would be surprised <laughs> if he knew what, what the sport was. <laughs> he probably doesn't even know what the soccer ball looks like. Um, Chuck, did, did they give out the um the awards for the season yet? Like for, for NHL? Like the, uh, no, uh, no, they haven't yet. They announced um I the think almost all the, or whatever it's called. 
Con Smythe is the uh, playoff MVP, so they wouldn't announce that until oh. uh, the Stanley Cup. But Wait, what's the, the MVP other ones, one? What's I thought that was MVP the MVP is the heart. No, the heart. Yes, 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 yes. Yep. So the, uh, they announced the finalists for I think all the awards, but by now earlier today I know they announced uh, coach of the year, the coach of the year finalists, but now they haven't announced the awards yet. Okay. Do you have any idea of like who do you think is going to be the MVP of the league, at least for that I think category? I think it's to be Conor McDavid. A lot of people are talking about being uh, Igor Shazerkin from the, the Rangers goalie. It's not very often a goalie wins, but um, he is one of the finalists, and people are talking about him winning. He's at least going to win the Vesna Trophy, which goes to the goalie of the year. Who was the last goalie, you think? Marty Broder? If I had to guess off the top of my head, that I, that would make the most sense to me. Mm. It would be Dominic Hasek, but um, I'm honestly not sure. What about Kelly Price? Kelly Price, he he could have won. It's not a bad guess. Um, I'm looking up now. Dimitri, wow, what a guess. Yes, Kelly Price was the last goalie. Tight. Nice. <laughs> he won back in 2015. Uh, before that, it was Jose Theodore, 2002. <laughs> and Dominic Hasek won in 98 and 97. I named all of them for you if you were to ask. Wow, <laughs> Marty, Marty Bordor never won MVP. Wait, so he has a he has a statue outside outside the arena, but never won the MVP. Bro, everybody uh, has he, a statue outside of the arena. Yeah, but normally it's, it's, it's like, a New Jersey Devils arena. Who else do you put? Scott Stevens. <laughs> yeah, but like, don't they Rob consider Brown. him like one of the greatest goalies ever? He was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just he didn't win the MVP. I'm sure 10. he won. He's probably top two, I would say, of all time. Look, if you don't have like the guy, like legit like awards and everything you don't need a statue of them also have you have you been to uh city field yet this season chuck have you seen i have but i did not for whatever reason i i was pre-game in the parking lot i did not see the tom Seaver statue it's, it's pretty it's pretty snazzy it's a I heard, I heard some good things yeah it's solid for sure it's it's a, it's a real nice one it did them did it did them cool. well um all right, so what's uh what's next on the docket? We had some go. NBA going on. Playoffs. Playoffs. Talk about playoffs. Playoff NBA. This game is over. The fans are gone. Boston is up by twenty five, or uh, just won by twenty five. Game two over Miami to tie the series one one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I still think Miami's gonna take it. After tonight, that's hard to say because they they were terrible tonight. But I, I still think Miami will be in the finals. They're still the team I picked to win. And I just want to give I just want to give my deepest apologies to the Boston Celtics. I I definitely counted them out. Um, I definitely didn't think, man. Even with Chris Middleton not there, I I really didn't think they're gonna be able to stop Giannis and and the Bucks. But um. But they did their thing. And also, I, I was talking about the Suns, too. I want to give a shout-out to the Suns. They had a pretty great season. But, damn, that, that last game was just – They're all trash. I mean, Chris Paul, I mean – How come, how many times has he almost got there? He hasn't even, like, enjoyed – I don't know. I don't know. He's got, like, a, a cloud over his head for some reason. 
you played all right in the first series, but the second series, I don't know what it was. Maybe just Luca was giving him a tough time or, or, or Jalen Brunson was giving him a tough time. Um, I'm not sure what really happened there. I, I honestly don't know, but he, he's one of those players that maybe he just, when it comes down to like the clutch time, I have to take some points off of him, I guess. I don't know. He can't be a point guard and, and play like that. Like they say, he's a point guard, not a point guard. You can't be a point guard and, and, and perform like that in, in the playoffs. You just can't. Yeah. They got blown out by like 40 points that last game, which yeah. is in a game seven. Luca was in the bag. He was in his bag, pulling out everything. Um, yeah, I'm I'm happy with the playoffs. Even I pre- I predicted the Heat and Warriors in the finals in the beginning of the season. Just want to note that out. Um, but I I think at the beginning of the playoffs, I picked Boston and the Warriors. Um, so I don't know who I want. I, I, I'm rooting for Boston to be honest. Um, over the Heat, I think the Boston is the more complete team, and Al Horford is playing like he took like a time cap, like a like a back to the future pill, and he's playing. Uh, on defense is great. His defense presence is great. Marcus Smart is playing like uh, nobody I've ever seen. I think they're the more complete team. They they got stars in Brown and Tatum. The every but the role players are playing to to their potential. Like I I don't know. I don't know if, if I think they they if anybody's gonna beat the Warriors, it should be it would be them. I, I was gonna. I, I was going to say, I mean, it doesn't really matter who wins. They're going to be food for, for the Warriors, I think. It doesn't really matter at this point. I don't know. I think Boston could give the Warriors a problem with the size. The size, Al Horford versus Draymond Green. But the fast like, break, it, I don't, I don't know. Can, I don't think they can don't. handle the fast break, like defending the Warriors in the fast break. That's, that's really what like honestly i'm trying to think of which team would match up because the mavericks mavericks have been it's been cute right it's been real cute mm-hmm. you know I, I appreciate what luca's been doing and, and brunson and the whole squad it's that's like that's like uh when uh the end of the show like the end of a show when they were like thanks for coming God bless and good night. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's it's the first season of Ted Lasso. Like you know, it's a feel good, but then they lose at the end, and you're like, all right. Well, yeah. well spoilers. I mean, we're we're about to get season three. I mean, if you <laughs> let's relax over there. But um, I mean, you want to talk I, about I, how I, Bruce Willis is a ghost the whole time in Sixth Sense? He's a goat. No, <laughs> just, go through, just spoil everything. Go through each movie. <laughs> You know Darth Vader is Luke's father, right? <laughs> and the ship in Titanic sinks. <laughs> oh my I, god! I, I mean, I mean, maybe the Mavericks would make it more interesting. I mean, the first game they played in this series is, was as Listen, you can't count them out because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fully, too. I'm not gonna fully count them out. Um, it's just the Warriors are at full strength right now. James Wiseman's not doesn't count as part of the full strength. He 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 came in during a weird time. Curry, Clay, Draymond, that's full strength. 
You throw Wiggins. in Jordan Poole. Jordan, Wiggins. You, you throw in Wiggins and Poole, that's full strength. That's well, that, they that, have Peyton. That, that replaced – they don't need Peyton. They don't need him. This team is – the way that they they play basketball, as much as like I don't want them to win, and I want to, just, I want them, I want to move on. Uh, you know, they played the best brand of basketball for the last eight years, mm-hmm. making the extra pass, playing defense, yeah, selfish basketball. They're they're doing the all the right things. Are coached well, top to bottom. It's it's tough, man. But would I love to see the Celtics Mavericks finals? Definitely. I think that would just be that would f everything up, f up all the plans. But man, if if the Warriors win, we have to start talking different conversations of Steph Curry. I think. I I think I'm trying to have those conversations, but people just aren't listening because he's not six five, six six. I mean, you're not the only one. My cousin Chris and I have definitely had argument, not arguments, but discussions about like. He feels like he's like it all time. Like he told me in the all time list that Curry's over LeBron. And I said, there's just no way. I'm sorry, sir. There's just no way. But uh, if he wins it again, it's it's a conversation. It's, it's, it's a com- I mean, it, it has to be. It almost has to be. He changed. Like, all right. You think about all the greats, right? You think from like Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell even Kareem, um, Jordan, like those guys changed the game. So like Will Chamberlain was like the tallest guy. He changed the game with with that being the tallest, uh, most dominant player. Bill Russell was not as tall as uh, Will, but he hustled. He bring the hustle, the tenacity, the extra edge. And you keep going down the line. Jordan was like the first one that – was 6'6", six, six. he was a guard. They didn't have great guards back in the day. So he changed the game. And now you have Steph Curry, who changed point guard, who's shooting out of his mind. He could shoot from anywhere, anytime, any motion, backwards, forwards. Like, I think the only thing I just, the only, the only thing I would like, it's like an asterisk for me at least, is that they say that he changed it. Basketball was already trending that way. Um, three-pointers were up, like, from, like, 2,000 on. Okay. Like, like, right. like, like, like they were. Like, they were trending that way. But he just happens to be, like, the face of it. You know what I mean? So, it, yeah. it, I, I understand. But also, I mean, that's not LeBron's – that's not LeBron's fault that he was born around the same time Jordan, you know, like, was still around. You know what I mean? So, like – if LeBron came in in 2009, like Curry did, they would have said LeBron changed the game of this and that. Yeah. How would he change game? It's tough. And I know what I'm talking about Kobe either because he was a he was a photocopy of Jordan. Yeah, Kobe. exact so, photocopy. So, you know, and, and, and Curry had to play that way. Curry was a smaller guy. Yeah. His defense wasn't that stellar. Um, his Really, his only game coming into the, N, in the NBA was shooting. So – I'm not surprised that he ended up being the best shooter, bro. He got drafted to shoot. That mm-hmm. was that's what they he just ended up being. They used to double team him in college and not let like double team it. even when he was off the ball. He was double team. 
the one thing I just want, I just wish I could see, which I know will never happen. is I just want to see him on a different team with a different coach and a different system to see if maybe, because I, I like, I feel like that's what Draymond has, has made his career on is being a good system player. Mm-hmm. Um, Clay, he Clay, did have a good different, he did have a different coach. Clay too. They had Mark Jackson. It was really Which, just Jackson and Kerr, but Jackson built that foundation. He up did. Of them. And he doesn't get enough credit, but then he Kerr doesn't. came in and then took what he, what he gave, what he brought to the table and just like tweaked it a little bit. So I wonder if they went like under like a. Yeah, but I feel like, I feel like Jackson got cheated because he, they were on the cusp. They took, they took the Clippers. I think they lost to it to game seven and lost. So they were like there. But they just needed to get over that hump, yeah. and 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 I guess I guess you could bring the coach into that. Uh, I mean, yeah, I I don't know, but it, it's fine. It's it's fine. I'm I'm sure they'll win again. Um, it's probably what's it's what best for the NBA, anyways. Um, <laughs> you know, behind the scenes, I'm sure that's what's that's what they're rooting for. It's the Warriors to win. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm. It is what it is. I'm. I'm. I'm excited to continue watching the the Heat and the Celtics, though, because I already know what's going to happen in the West. The agenda is clear. Yeah, I honestly don't. I conspiracy. I think. I think the Celtics might go all the way. Yo, I'm, so. I'm like. I'm like sixty. I'm like fifty-five, forty-five, on that. I already told Nicole if the Celtics win it all. Actually, no. Did I say I'll win it all or go to the finals? I guess I win it all. I'll get her a Jason Tatum jersey because that's her favorite <laughs> play. Because that's her favorite player. Mm. Ask her why that's her favorite player. She'll tell you the one reason. Scott. That's what she'll say. That's what she'll say. Has we she actually watched looked up games. Like if if the NBA championship will come goes to Boston, we might take a trip out there. Bro, you know what's even even just as expensive as Madison Square Garden? Boston. Yeah, Boston. Garden. <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> gardens, both gardens are expensive. <laughs> you better, you better I, luck going to Golden State. Actually, probably not anymore. No way. Yeah, San Francisco? Uh, what are the cheapest seats in, in the NBA, you think? Like the Hornets? No less. Mm, I'm, I'm still thinking Charlotte. Oh, oh, those those are probably the uh, no, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Sacramento, definitely. Oh, nope. Yeah. Sacramento, definitely. Us. Yeah. I don't know, man. A couple of years ago, when they were the Bobcats, I'll never forget. This is the year when they won like eight games on like that shortened season. They had. I remember I saw an ad for season tickets. No joke. For like sitting at the bottom for like two hundred dollars, and I was like, holy shit. I don't even care. I would just get the season tickets and then just watch all the other teams I want to see them like just just destroy that's, them. Yeah, that's facts. That is that's true. That's so, good idea. So I think crazy. Sacramento might be. I just I got. I'm sure Chuck, Chuck can look it up. I think he's looking it up. Now. Oh, I already am. Let's see, nerdwallet.com. All right, well, all right, well, he's looking it up. I also want to get a shout out to the um, oh, guys, I think we're all wrong here. Wait, wait, I don't want, don't tell us. I want to, I want to guess. All right, so we are wrong. You, we are wrong. Interesting. Oh, did we say top five? Well, uh, which ones did you say again? Sacramento, we, we said, said Charlotte, Charlotte, New Orleans, Orlando. no, no, 
No. I'm going to go with the Minnesota Timberwolves. No. You guys are even cracking the top five, apparently. Really? Wow. Hold up. Hold up. Hold Who's a franchise that's not? Hold the front door. Um, I'm also checking on SeatGeek, by the way, just to you know, have like a second <laughs> uh, opinion. Just make sure NerdWallet isn't. Like, Wait, is NerdWallet? Yeah, it might not be. I feel, like um, I've, I, I feel like I've heard of NerdWallet before, though. I mean, um, no, no, yeah, no, well, it's pretty legit. They they know things. <laughs> it can't be the Jazz. They have a crazy fan base there. I feel like it's got to be like a like a. Is it the the Trailblazers? No. On Nerd Wallet, if not, oh. according to Nerd Wallet, no. And the Nerd Wallet article, when this is from, what are the teams are left that are like subpar that no one like? I don't know. That's why I said Timberwolves because they haven't been good ever. You're, you're forgetting one big one. One big team. Holy crap. A big team that doesn't sell? The Raptors? No, no, no. Not a big <laughs> team. I just meant like one not like cl- bottom, b- bottom base. One like bottom team. Is it, is it the Clippers? Like do you said? No. No, it can't be. Doesn't count, yes. That's staple. Oh, this has to be at least 2021 or 2022, just from some of the comments that they've made. What team are worse than the teams that we've listed? Oh, even parking's only five dollars. Oh, I got it. Oklahoma City Thunder. No. I'm done. Wait, 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 wait. I got one more. Indiana Pacers. That they Detroit. are number two. Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. No, no, no. It's the not Cavs? Detroit. It's got the, the Cavs, the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Pacers are two, though, apparently. Ah, I thought I really had them right there with the Pacers. <laughs> I thought I had Detroit. I, I really thought I had I Detroit. I thought Detroit, too. No, it wasn't Detroit. It's the Cleveland Cavaliers, apparently. Damn. Wow. Crazy, crazy how some franchises just go through like this. This is for one of the most franchise, like most storied franchises, not that long ago. Who's now that? The Pistons, the Pistons, oh. and now they're the, what the, the what is it, the third, Chuck? Mm-hmm. They got no, they were like there. 11. Oh, really? But, Good for them. But I'm starting to think this may actually be a little bit dated. Ah, uh, <laughs> boo All right, speaking of dated. Are we talking about Messi? <laughs> Ooh, look at you being a producer for once. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to do this. Uh, I do want to add. Uh, Yahoo does have the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves as the cheapest, mm. with Charlotte, and then Detroit, then Cleveland. Wow, Sacramento's up there. That's crazy. I, can't, I guess it's California. Hmm. <laughs> it might be David, just like <laughs> Messi. All right, let's talk about it. Let's Chuck, talk about wanna... the Messi news. So, uh, earlier today, uh, PSG star Lionel Messi uh, made a comment that he will look to play for the Inter Miami MLS team uh, when his PSG contract ends next summer. Uh, would be a cool move. Shouldn't be terribly surprising. This has been talked about for a long time. Uh, it's one of the biggest reasons they put a team in Miami because they thought it uh, it would attract some of these 
you know, big names when they come to, you know, get to the end of their careers. There's a lot of rumors of uh, Ronaldo going there. I, they won't both go there. One, an MLS team cannot afford both of them, even if they are in their mid to late 30s. And two, they're not going to play with each other in MLS. One will probably go to Miami. The other will probably look to go to L.A. Um, it wouldn't Super surprise team. me if they both end up in MLS together at the end of their careers. You know, it, it's been uh, pretty common. You know, some of these big European guys come yeah. to play in the MLS for the end of their career. Can it's you, a decent can league. You, can you Beckham another reason? <laughs> Obviously, Dave Beckham was the big name to do it. Um, you know, it, it, they're decent leagues. You know, uh, people want to live here. Surprise, surprise. People like moving to the United States. Um, yeah, yeah, they only go paid. to two states. Yeah. They only go to two states. Florida. That's California. fair. That's yeah. It. They don't go nowhere. Uh, NYC got a couple guys throughout the years. Um, but yeah, it, it looks pretty popular that they both come here. Then they'll probably play, you know, half a year or so in, you know, one of the rich uh, Asian leagues. Guys tend to do that. And then maybe when they're 39, 40 years old, maybe they'll go back to like, the first club they were in back in, you know, Portugal for Messi and then uh, Argentina. I'm sorry, Argentina for Messi, Portugal for Ronaldo. Um, it'll be cool. It'll definitely be great for MLS. They'll love to have these guys, but, you know, it should take uh, too much out of them. Is Messi still, like, top dog or no? I would say so. Yeah, he's still doing very well with PSG. I just looked him up. He's only 34. Is that not like, is that like towards the end of your prime or after prime in, in soccer years? I know they start. Yeah. It's, yeah. Especially because he, you know, plays at such a top level um, for a club and country. So he's got a lot of miles in those legs. And he's not going to be the type of guy to, you know, play for like PSG and, you know, come off the bench or be a shell of himself, you know, because the competition still can be very good even if it is the French league, which is not one of the better leagues, but still it's toply European uh, talent. Uh, PSG will be in the Champions League, so they'll play against the top teams in all of Europe, not just in France. Mm-hmm. And Messi either has the choice of coming off the bench mm-hmm. and potentially being a liability for PSG, which is a very high-level team, or coming to MLS and being a star or being loved. And having a much easier end of his career. Yeah, that's what Roy Kent Kent did. Roy Kent is a fictional character, but yes. (laughs) He still could. We're only going to roll in season two. He still could. Honestly, I think that's the biggest disrespect slap in the face to MLS. Like, like it's openly known that it's like not the backup plan. It's just the retirement plan. That's like Ice Cube three on three. It's it's the big three. It's the big three. It's so crazy. That it's, but that's just so disrespectful to me. I don't know. I don't know why. I, I mean, I know why, but. Yeah. But it, it does show that I, there I, is respect, I have that same some feeling. respect for the league. Like, they're not going to, you know, the Mexican league. Yeah, they're not How going to. How is that respect? To... No, bro. They're only going here because we're going to give them money. You just, no, no, no. But not even. Well, honestly, no. We're not going to be able to pay what they're getting paid over there. But you just no, said it's the, highest. it's the highest, and it's the highest money they can get without losing dignity. Uh, yeah, you probably, you probably okay. Yes, okay. But you just said like he would be on the bench, he'd be a liability. But he would come here and be a star. 
that's that just shows the level of play that we have here is so like we double a baseball but like that's 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 disrespectful though to be like open about that but uh, but it's true though the mls they know what they are that's you know, it, it, yes. it is, it, it is what it, we, it, America can't have all of the okay. best leagues. You know, we have the best Ooh. basketball, best hockey. The Blues just scored best, again, by the way. So. You know, <laughs> we have the yeah. best basketball, best That's baseball, true. best football. Like, we have all the best. Well, go, I, well, I'm not saying we have the best, but, like, no, he, you that's just what said, Chuck's you, saying. He's making sense with that. I like that. No, no he, he's, def- like that. he's definitely making sense. Oh. I just don't like that it's just like it's an open, like easy competition for these guys to come but, in, uh, make their make their also, quick, easy money, like without yeah. losing dignity and still finishing on top. That is, I don't but know, also, man. I don't like in that. some ways, in some ways, it's shown how like uh, good the league is ran because these guys aren't going to. You know the Dutch league; they're not going to the Portugal league, Scottish league, Irish league. Like these are all still European leagues that are honestly probably worse than the MLS is. But these guys are leaving Europe; they're leaving their continent; they're coming here. Messi's not going to any of the South American leagues. Where he's from South America, there's an Argentine league. And I'm sure we'll no, but... pay him as much as they can. But no, they're coming to the okay. MLS. Yeah, because it's, it's viewed more. as it's viewed as like more though. And that possibly, that, but it, that it's viewed as money. the step down from the top five European leagues. Only because it's but still better than wise though. Our capital, yes, is much higher. Only that's and that's the reason because and then the European money stretches more here too. Mm. So I mean, why not live in Miami? I see all well, sides. Yeah. I, I see all sides. I understand. I, I understand. It's just, I don't know. Hey, I wish it would level up here. Like, I, like if I was a play, if I was an MLS player, like let's say I was a 10-year MLS vet, and I see this guy coming in who's arguably the best in the world and just coming in to, you know, just kind of be like a, a, a placeholder, keep getting his money, keep showing that he could still kind of play. I would, I would feel a certain way. Like I would be like, why can't we level up our play, and and get to like that level? So where it's like, no, no, they don't want to come here because we're just as competitive as it is over in those I mean, leagues. That's just like, like, but but like what Chuck said, we can't be number one at everything. Yeah. I understand that. We just talked about last week with rugby coming, like the, yeah. the world. You know what I mean? Like rugby World Cup. Maybe, I uh, mean, maybe maybe it'd be better competition if he signed with the NWSL, the National Women's Soccer League for the United States. Speaking no, of yo, equal the pay. women's equal pay, that's true. That's, look at you, what a what a producer. Yes, the U.S. Soccer Federation announced that they will pay the men and women's teams equal pay. Uh, it's been an argument for a very, very long time, and uh, they finally came to an agreement yesterday about it. I don't know the full details how all the finances work, but it does appear it will be equal pays. And stuff. We are the first country to do this. So Great. shout out to, all, to the United States for being first to do something progressive in a long time. We haven't done something like this as a country. Shouldn't they be getting paid more than more than the men? Aren't oh, they like now you're being a little no, off too much? No, here. no, but aren't they the ones that are like elite? Like 
they are significantly better. But yeah, the like, money in the women's game is not the same amount of money in the men's game. So equal pay is they should be paying. They should no. be making more history and be like, no, no, you're getting paid more than the men because you actually deserve it. Well, if, I have- if the women's game brought in more money, but a lot of countries don't put the money into the women's game as much as the United States does. Well, that's why as a podcast, we are deciding to support, you know, women's leagues. That's why we're WNBA down right now. Liberty are doing real bad, by the way. Like just as I was getting into it, they've been doing real they lost like by 30 points both games. Uh, or back to back games, I should say. Um and I think no, you're beating me in fantasy, by the way, Aaron. I am. Well, there's also no more undefeated teams. Uh everyone has at least lost a game. The Mystics, the Dream, and the Aces are all four and one. But like I said, Liberty are one and four already. Yeah, not looking good. My fantasy team's not looking great either. <laughs> <laughs> the frosty Amazons are beating me 301 to 218. That's right. Beating the Babylon How? How is that a sexist name? They're tall. Aren't aren't Wonder Woman? Yeah, they're they're tall as Yeah, Wonder Woman on your team. I might as well have. They're giant. They are athletic. It's just they're just as athletic. <laughs> Um. Yeah. What, what else we got on the on the agenda? I I, I have no smooth transitions, as you can see. <laughs> um. Let's just. Uh, well, you know what? We're talking random sports. Let's talk XFL. XFL made a contract deal with Disney. Uh, games will be on ESPN, ABC, and FX. I think the XFL championship will probably be on ABC. The other games will probably be FX and. Um, ESPN. So I think that's huge for them. Getting actual like TV rights. We're not talking uh, Peacock. We're not talking Paramount Plus, ESPN Plus. We're talking actual cable TV that they'll yeah. be on. I wouldn't be surprised if Disney's a silent partner in all this after that contract was signed. They own everything. I'm like they're my um, a majority stake partner. <laughs> <laughs> they should put them on Disney Plus too while they're at it. They yeah, maybe have like a hard, like hard knocks, like the training hard knocks, hard knocks Disney edition. Hell yeah, I'm in. I used to love hard knocks. I, I just always hated that it. it was always like the shitty team. It was I always kinda, just one team. Why can't it be all teams? It was always like the, the Dolphins or the Lions what teams every matter? Year. or the Browns. <laughs> yeah, I want to see, like, you know, give me some, give me some uh, Patriots. Give me some Green Bay Packers. Let me see what really goes on behind closed doors over there. Is Aaron Rodgers really a dick? Because I, I think so. I 100% think so. Now put him on a hard knocks. Let's see what's up. Mm-hmm. Put him I'll on Jeopardy. Let's see I'll what's never up. Forget, I'll never forget the one. I think it was the Dolphins. It's when they had uh, Chad Ochocenco for like that one year or whatever. That hard knocks was so much fun. He He's just like perfect for, for a show like that. He just didn't stop running his mouth from start to finish. <laughs> XFL, man, I can't wait. I'm excited. After I watched the Bills won the Super Bowl with Josh Allen holding yeah. it up, I get to watch the XFL a week later. Let's yeah. Go. Remember when Vince McMahon on the XFL? Speaking of Vince McMahon. <laughs> What's going on? What else is Vince McMahon on? <laughs> I don't know. I think he owns a wrestling... 
world wrestling entertainment entertainment industry <laughs> i think aaron is passed out I'm, I'm i'm done i'm done i love the transitions this is the transition episode I, i'm i'm done uh yes he does own a world wrestling entertainment company uh yeah big big news i don't know what's going on but it seems like the women's champ the women's, women's tag team champion sasha banks naomi walked out on raw this past monday left their titles with the i guess the talent the head of talent relations it was uh john 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 laurinitis laurinitis that was it yep and uh they left the titles on his desk and said we're out they didn't like the way they were being booked and they didn't like the way they were being treated as they were as they are a tag team apparently the rumor was that they were uh, slated to go against each other in some type of like tournament yeah on monday and they didn't they didn't like it they also didn't feel safe working with the people they were supposed to be working with later on yeah which and, i'm curious to see who who's supposed to be but apparently they said that they've worked with them before so maybe they know that it's not safe or something like that but they didn't want to change the course um and they decided to continue to go on with the initial the original booking and they walked out I don't know what the what the story is, but I've never seen this part happen before where they blatantly like shout like that out on TV, especially when they're yeah. not bad guys. They're they're baby faces They're they're the good guys. And they said that they act unprofessional several times throughout the whole three hour raw that they walked <sighs> out unprofessionally. Yeah. And they also put out a statement, um, I saw. Yep. which I think is a little odd. They don't normally do that. Um, no, the don't. last time I remember them seeing them do something like this is when Stone Cold walked out in like 03 or 02 and he like left for like months and then they just dragged his name in the mud for a couple of weeks. But mm. they put out a whole press release about them. So I don't know what's going on. Um, AEW? Maybe, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I'm sure, I'm sure it's, they're going to work it out. You can't mm. lose Sasha Banks. If they lose Sasha Banks to AEW, that's just a that, that's like the equivalent of like losing like when Kevin Nash and Scott Hall went to WCW, became the Outsiders, and became NWO. It's 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 that equivalent because Sasha Banks is a huge name in the wrestling world, and she could possibly be a huge star in general. She's on the Mandalorian. She might, you know, you never know. She could transition over. Mm. So you don't want to lose someone like that. Um, so yeah, crazy stuff happening this week. That's pretty much been the talk of the town. Other than that, you know, they're gearing up for hell in a cell. So it's kind of like on the the quiet side for now for wrestling. Mm. All right. So, uh, possible RIP to Sasha Banks and Naomi. Uh, um, another RIP, perhaps not as serious, uh, Af- African bike rider, uh, from, Ararata, I think is the country he's from, uh, next to Ethiopia. Uh, to them, those two countries having some major international conflicts at the moment. I'm sure you guys are, you know, up to date on your uh, East African uh, mm-hmm. knowledge. Um, anyway, be, um, by Nami Jermay. I think that's pronounced correctly. I'm going to assume that's pronounced correctly. He's a 21 year old. Um, bicyclist professional bicyclist he was in uh, basically the italian 
equivalency to the Tour de France. Uh, he's doing very well. He's the uh, first of his country to become a professional uh, bicyclist. And uh, like I said, he's only 21. So, you know, shout out this guy. It looks like he's really making some moves in uh, bicycling, which you usually hear much about out of you know, Africa. Uh, really anywhere out of like Central and Northern Europe, you don't hear anything about biking besides Lance Armstrong, but then you know, that, that went sour. So anyway, mm. so he was, he almost took the wrong turn in his race. Uh, ends up figuring it out, goes the right way, wins the stage. So you guys know in Tour de France, it, like yeah, each day is a different stage. Yeah. So if you win that stage, you consider like you won for that day. You wear like the yellow jacket the next day. You're the leader, and so you know if you lose that day, but ultimately it all ends up like whatever your complete time is by the end of the race, by at the end of all all stages. So he wins stage ten, goes on the podium to celebrate. Does the whole champagne toss, shakes the bottle, pops the court, hits him in the eye. He had to go to the hospital. And now he's out of the race because the champagne cork hit him in the eye. <laughs> what, a, what a way to go. So he can't just use his other eye? So, you know. Uh, apparently, you need both in uh, professional uh, cycling. Um, is that really in the rules like you need to have uh, I, I don't think it's in the rules <laughs> but uh, I think it makes it much harder I mean that must have been very painful also who the hell first of all everyone knows you gotta pop champagne you pop it away from you it's literally like what you do you know what's gonna happen you shake I mean, it and you point he's from, he's from East Africa you might have a little, little experience with the Prosecco. Sorry, I should technically say it was Prosecco because it came from Italy. Champagne comes from France. That's There's a difference. Mm-hmm. It's sparkling wine, nonetheless. Uh, but yeah, he suffered a uh, hemorrhage in the something chamber of the left eye. Anterior. Hemorrhage? Anterior. I don't know. Uh, Dimitri, you're a medical expert. What does this all mean? <laughs> He's bleeding from inside his eye. <laughs> Not a good place to bleed. It's an internal eye bleed. Well, is that a thing? Shouldn't the blood be inside the eye, not outside? No, you have to stop the blood. You can bleed to death. Well, it's a good thing he didn't. It looks like he's making some progress. Uh, but he was, <laughs> before this injury happened, he was the first African bicyclist to win a Grand Tour stage. So I guess I guess this is part of the like, Grand Tour of, of biking. I don't know that much about biking besides the Tour de France. Mm. All right, so he's young enough. He'll he'll bounce back. It is a big RIP though. I mean, it's such a wild injury. That's you, know what, That's you know what's crazy? crazy? I I always think about like when celebrations that there's someone's gonna get hurt, like when like a walk off happens or like this or like they start piling up on you. I'm always expecting mm-hmm. like someone to slip during that pile or whatever. So the fact that he did it, a self inflicted one, um, is quite funny. But uh, R.I.P. to R.I.P. Did you ever did you ever see the movie The Replacements? Yep. When uh, mm-hmm. uh, the first game, or maybe the second game with the replacements, the oh. first game they win, uh, their field goal kicker, the you know the English guy, mm-hmm. um, kicks the field goal, and they're all celebrating like they won the game and last second field goal. And um, John Favreau was playing that the crazy uh, like yeah. SWAT team, like middle linebacker guy, and he's celebrating and tackles the kicker and like mm-hmm. beats the shit out of him, like celebrating. Yeah. 
and the announcers, which I think was John Madden uh, in this movie, it's like, you know, like I always say, don't win the game if you can't handle the celebration or something like that. <laughs> That's what this reminds me of. That's I do remember great. that, yes. I think he actually directed that film, John Farrell. He probably did. I mean, that's probably. like, I mean, he's pretty primarily a director now, I think. I know he does like superhero stuff now and other movies and stuff. He does everything now. The Mandalorian was all him. Oh, I should say though that the uh, the Cyclist Association, whatever it's called, um, has now canceled um, <laughs> champagne or prosecco uh, toast at the end of each stage in uh, celebration. They're not allowed to do that anymore. One person has to. It's all it it's all funny games until somebody pokes their eye out. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean also. If this is just one leg of of how many whatever how many days, why are they celebrating uh, yeah, each right. one? No, you can't say that. You can't say that. Is that really? No, is... no, bro, you can't say that because baseball does that shit too. Oh, you win every the, playoff. You win the one game playoff. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, you're right. I don't agree with that either. It should only be two times. It's when you get to the to the. To the finals and then the actual thing i think yeah i i agree you can't like win the wild card game and be like let's pop bottles no, they no. Do. They i do. know they do but it's stupid <laughs> there's uh there's 21 stages i just looked it up yeah that's awesome so um speaking of about r.i.p and uh the dark cyclists can we talk about the dark night all right, hold on. I I like that until you call it the a dark cyclist. Like I don't think we're I don't think we're allowed to say that. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Yeah, I don't know. From... This is. <laughs> just don't think we're allowed to say that. I tried. Um, but you are. It was correct. a stretch. It was a stretch. <laughs> Aaron is dying. Talking about taking illegal substances in places they don't belong. <laughs> the dark night. Uh, now oh, that's... a 60 game suspension from MLB for uh dealing opiates <laughs> to his teammates. Uh, yeah. I think this happened when he was with the Angels, not with his current team, the Baltimore Orioles AAA. But uh, they did their investigation, or whatever, and decided to spend him now, to spend him now, even though he's not relevant or even playing at this point. Um, but yeah. I mean, yeah, only 60 games, and I say that six only 60. Apparently, yeah, that's uh, that's what they took him out of. But I mean, let's be honest, he he would fit on any Mets team, you know, in in the 80s. Like, he he's a full Met dealing drugs, put him on the 86 yeah. team, he fit right in, you know. You know, what's so crazy about that, too. I hate that we're like on like we're viewed as the only team to do drugs. Every other team at that time was doing drugs too, you know. Um, Which we view as the only team to win because we were using drugs. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, well, someone the guy died. I mean, I don't know. I don't think he died from the drugs that Matt mm. Harvey gave him. Tyler Scott no, uh, from the Angels. That's that's really that's what, where the whole thing came from. The whole investigation came from 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 that guy's death. Tyler Skaggs, uh, he was a p- young pitcher. He yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember this was a couple of years ago. Yeah, and Harvey was yeah. on that team, and apparently they used to like you know used to give him drugs, but he like he, he didn't die from the ones that Harvey gave him. 
because then that would be a different story. It wouldn't be yeah. 60 games. It'd be 60 years. It'd be years. murder. It'd be murder. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, but I, I guess they had to punish him somewhat. I'm surprised they didn't give him, like, the whole is year. It, I mean, is it from that? That's They just came down with the penalty now? Well, it, last, it well, last so, year yeah. was the trial. Last year was, like, a, a not the yeah. trial, but or was it the trial? I don't it know was, what it was. It was the trial because the, uh, the trainer who gave the drugs to Tyler Skaggs was on trial. And last year, Harvey was on stand. I don't even think it was a full year ago. And Harvey oh, was talking either. about how yeah, he was doing drugs, he was giving drugs to teammates and all that. So then MLB, I guess, had to come in and do their own investigation. And uh, they announced their punishment yet, uh, yesterday or maybe the day before. That's so crazy they gave him 60 days for something that he admitted to doing. But there's not full-on evidence about the Bauer. Not that I like Trevor Bauer, but they gave him, mm. like, two years of of – He's just, which basically is pretty much like a death sentence, like his career is over, mm. which is a little weird that they did that, but not like even more time for Harvey. I find maybe that because, a little odd. Maybe because Harvey admitted to it. It's kind of like, you know, he took a plea deal. Yeah, but but, about, but there wasn't full on evidence about, about the Bauer stuff, I thought. Yeah. That wasn't conclusive. I thought that was like dropped, but they still whatever it doesn't matter we're not comparing that but um but matt harvey's already r.i.p he's been r.i.p since 2015 because he left with Mets. to be honest nobody wanted to touch him after that he wanted to be he wanted to be a rock star he wanted mm-hmm. to be he he his mind wasn't on baseball anymore no and that's that's what happened he honestly i wish he didn't start with the mets I wish he started with like a, a low like a baltimore orioles team or something like like, like he is now like and work his way because he had the bright lights, the big city. He had the cool nickname, the the, the clubs. This you no. Know. Yeah, but it would have happened anyway. Models. You, you think so? Yeah, it's yeah, a personality models? thing. I don't know. Uh, it's a personality thing. I don't know. I think he if he was fighting for a small market team, he he wouldn't have had no, the opportunities. Like it would have it would have lasted longer. But as soon as he got to a big market, it would have been a wrap. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yes. I mean, I he agree. had. I mean, he had a cool nickname like his second year in the league. The Dark Knight was was a fire nickname for a pitcher and he was uh, he was almost untouchable he was almost a side he almost wanted to side young guys of Matt mm-hmm. which is crazy um but that you know he he gave it up all and I'm sure he regrets it or maybe he doesn't I don't know he might not I think he does bro that that stuff happened with, with him and the angels happened many like in 2020 or whatever or 2020 like 2019 like a couple years after he was away from the Mets like it seems like he's always been a mess. I don't know. I feel bad for him, man. I I, I feel bad to give him this RIP, but is what it is. The Dark Knight does not rise again. <laughs> All right, guys. Look forward to this weekend. Uh, but, you know, before we close out, I think Aaron's got a closing topic. A huge weekend. We have all the top uh, European soccer leagues will finish. Uh, there's still a race to see who's going to win the uh, English Premier League. Uh, Liverpool and Manchester are only separated by one point. Um, and then I think next weekend, Liverpool goes for the Champions League title. They already won the FA Cup and the English League Cup. They could be the first English team to win what's called a quadruple, win all four major trophies in one year. And they're pretty close to doing it. Um there's also a race at the bottom between uh, Leeds United and uh, Burnley. Uh, they're both tied for points, and whoever has the worst results this weekend will get dropped 
And when you get dropped from the Premier League, oof, that is big money you lose. You lose all those TV rights, man. You're playing for the second tier uh, league. You're just, you're not on TV, you know? Um, it's, you know, basically going from pro to semi-pro, really, or, you know, professional to AAA. From pro to um, MLS, you know, basically the same thing. Yeah, basically, yeah. So we have all the uh, uh, European leagues ending, but the most exciting one will probably be in, in England. Um, we also have the Preakness, which is probably the least of the Triple Crown races. Um, the Women's Soccer Champions League is this weekend. I want to say it's Barcelona and Lyon, which is a French team. Um, UFC fight, PGA Championship, NASCAR mm-hmm. All-Star Race, which is probably the only NASCAR I should watch because it's a shorter race and less cars. Um, obviously, baseball going on and of course, playoff hockey and playoff basketball. I'm looking forward to that PGA. I'm not going to lie to you. How was the first day? I, I wasn't paying attention. I, I, I missed it. I missed it today. So I, I, I was working. I have no time. But I'm going to try to catch some this weekend. Um, but, uh, yeah, big big weekend for sports. I do want to close out on something. Um, just want to ask a general question so last night i watched the movie i tanya the tanya harding biopic if you don't know who tanya harding is she is the figure skater that was involved with you know bruising and trying to take out a fellow nancy kerrigan a figure skater nancy kerrigan back in the 90s and um it's, it's a crazy story. And last night I just got, went to a rabbit hole, just reading up on it. And just like, I was fascinated with the whole thing that this could actually happen um, in the sport. And just in general, like normally you, you see like, you know, jealousy and stuff like that through like, you know, movies and stuff. You don't really see it like that to that extreme where she's like, there's Hitman being hired. And it's, 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 it's a, it's a wild thing. So I was, I wanted to ask you guys, what is your most interesting sports incident? Because this one might have to take the, the cake for me at the moment because it's so fresh and I did so much research on it and stuff. Is there like a sports incident that was just, it's just interesting to you? Mm. Like like that it happened mm. and it transpired. Jack, you want to go? Or are you want me to go? Uh, uh, I, need, I need a moment. Okay. So mine... I, and it's not, this is just off of you telling us about 20 minutes ago. But my, my sports, I guess it's a, because I guess what you're, th- when you're asking that, I'm thinking, oh, if she didn't do that to Nancy Kerrigan, where would she be? Yeah. That kind of, if, if that's the question, then. Yeah, I'm gonna, like whatever way you take the question. It's just like an yeah, interesting That's how answer. I take it. Yeah, so that's fine. I, I'm going to go with the limb bias incident. Interesting. All uh, right, tell us more. Um, you know, I don't know if you know limb bias. Um, he has actually a great 30 for 30. Um, uh, let me get just get everything off. He was the third pick in the 1986 draft and by the Boston Celtics who and they honestly didn't they they got it from the third pick from a trade because they were a great team and he was a great player 
Um, Quest arguably better than Michael Jordan as a college player. Um, and before he got drafted by the Celtics and went back to his college to hang out with people and did smoke something, did something and died. Um, so my question, like what keeps going on in my head is, um, would that have changed mm. the NBA? Like, would the Celtics have beaten the, the Lakers more times than none? Um, because they went to the championship a, a couple of times, but they have more championships. Um, would Michael Jordan have less championships? Um, you know what I'm saying? So that's the question in my head when I when I think of stuff like that. Mm. Okay. I forgot that happened. Yeah, this is a sad story, right? Nah, I mean, best yeah, day of your life to worst worst day for your family's lives. That's yeah. crazy. And it's crazy because, like, the Celtics had to – I think he was the – he was the second overall pick in the 1986 draft. And the Celtics were already stacked. They had just went to the championship that year, but they got the, the trade from – um, they got the pick from some so another team that they traded years ago. So they would have been elite, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know. He could have got hurt, but we don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Classic Dimitri line. And I think he, <laughs> I think he did beat Jordan out. Uh, for ACC Player of the Year more than once. Which is so crazy because you know you never know if it was gonna translate over. You yeah. know it's, we, it's 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 like you, you, never know. Got a, you never even got a shot to like right even, like take a question at it. Hmm. And he was six eight. He was like basically LeBron. Shit, that happened so many times. That's a there's so many incidents like you could go down a list, you know, Derek Rose. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Greg Oden, you know, Brandon Roy. You could go down so many mm-hmm. players, especially in basketball, like what ifs. Um, oh, yeah. I'm sure baseball a little bit harder because there's just so many draft picks and so many different minor league systems before you even make it. Mm-hmm. Um, Chuck, do you have one, uh, have one ready up now? Yeah, so I was thinking um... – yeah, I, I, it's another sad one uh, involving the death was Dale Earnhardt. If you guys mm. remember, Dale Earnhardt was the biggest name in racing, you know, but maybe equals of all time, at least in recent history. And him dying, I just had to, I had to look up the years. 2001 it was the last lap of the Daytona 500. He crashed and died, like just right there on Daytona 500 in front of everybody, everybody watching. It was live TV. It was Daytona 500. It's the biggest race. And he's on the last lap. And, you know, him passed away. In the, uh, it was probably toward the end of his career. He was, I think, 49 at the time. But still, you know, the, the biggest name in, in the sport dying on live TV in the in the biggest race in the sport. Mm. That's so crazy. I, I always, like, it's bad that I think like this because that's such a conspiracy theory way to think. But it's almost like Illuminati type stuff. 
like <laughs> like, like like Roberto Clemente got his three thousand hit and died in a plane crash shortly after type of deal. You know what I mean? Like it's like stuff. Illuminati approached him and he said, "Nah, nah, I'm good." And they were like, "All right." Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it, it, it's so weird how stuff like that happens. Um, I actually forgot about that too. Hmm. Damn. That's, That's so crazy. Little... Yeah, I, I and, and and I guess the Tanya Harden thing is not like, uh, for at least from like the movie standpoint, it's so crazy. crazy. So can it, I ask it, you? Yeah, go ahead. You saw the movie. Um, so the perspective is from her perspective, and yeah, from I feel her, like from her and her ex and her and her ex husband. I w- I feel like watching that movie, she's tried to clear her name from the situation that actually yeah. happened. And I don't know if I believe that. I don't know. I mean, the, the, but, the one- but how do you feel about it? Because do you feel maybe watching the movie, like she might've, it might've influenced you to be like, maybe she didn't do it. Like, honestly, honestly, watching the movie, I, I was like, I felt like she had no part of it. Like besides like she was on board with like the death threats, but not on board with the actual anything else after that. But mm-hmm. after reading into it, it's definitely seemed like she was a part of it mm-hmm. more so than, than the movie showed. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like that. I mean, Chuck, you said you didn't see it, but it's, it's, it's a biopic. So it's out there, right? This information. Yeah. There was one point yeah, where she was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like she was writing the, the, uh, the location to the gym that Nancy Kerrigan trained that she also had schedules written down on the, on the, uh, on the paper. Why would she need the schedule of Nancy Kerrigan if they were only going to send death threats, like via mm-hmm. like the mail. Um, but, and then she also said that wasn't her who wrote that. She said that in the movie, you know, like they're like, they kept doing like the cut scenes and they were like, Oh, I didn't, they said I wrote this, but I didn't write this, but apparently it matched her handwriting. It just seems a little odd that why would they need the schedule if it was only gonna if that was only ever the plan, and also if, yeah. growing up I always thought it was like Nancy Kerrigan was like done, like her career was over. I didn't realize that she came back a few weeks later and and placed second in the Olympics. I didn't know that, um, but um, I was telling Nicole yesterday. I I feel like Tanya was never given a fair shake. It seems like they always hated her from the jump, just because she wasn't like from you know after she was trashy and she was trashy and they didn't want her to be the face of it um the bitch did she was the first ever girl to do a triple axel i mean uh, you know and on like a u.s figure skater to do a triple axel the first one and she was killing it and doing it every competition for like a year but she suffered so much abuse and stuff man It it was a crazy story and what could have been and it's crazy how famous she got and I'm sure Nancy Kerrigan, like I was telling her, Nicole was like, I wish I saw more from Nancy's perspective. And I'm like, you realize without this happening, no one would care about Nancy Kerrigan. She would have just been another figure here that Probably. was good at, like good at the moment. And then just cut, they just retired. Yeah. I was yeah. like, there would be no perspective from her. There is, there is no new perspective. There is none that you need to hear from her. Um, so yeah, crazy, crazy what sports, certain sports incidents could, could bring so up. Did, so did you have another like incident that, because you said you went down the rabbit hole, so I'm just wondering if you uh, made it dug up something else that, like for for her, 
No, no, just in. General. Oh no, I, I was just on. I was just on the rabbit hole for her. To be honest, I was looking up mm-hmm. so much and for because like she was abused her whole life. Apparently, she was raped by her half brother at one point, and like her husband beat her. Her mom threw a knife at her. You know, what I mean, like she's went through so much, tra- so many traumatic things that I feel like she wasn't all there in the head. Mm-hmm. Um, so she thought what was happening to her was normal. Like it was always normal, which it wasn't. So it's kind of sad because I know there's so many people who are like that. Like they grow up in these terrible environments and they just think that what's happening to them is the norm. I I went to like a whole deep dive and then like her husband was a fucking asshole. Her mom was an asshole. She was an asshole. So, um, but on top of my, on my brain, I mean, the Derek Rose thing is always questionable because the bulls are right there um would they would he have changed but would he have been like you know the next guy to bring a championship to chicago who knows so that's just like one that's more fresh uh, mm. i know we just said mm. the ones that are later you know 20 years ago 20 plus years so i think that's it i think we should close out what do you guys think let's do it you can hear us on everything <laughs> everything spotify apple podcast google podcast anchor you search us you'll find us what's the call podcast tell your friends you heard our call what's yours